But you handled yourself well out there today. You saw what you did with the tower. We could use someone like you on my world. Thanks. I'm sorry, your world? Uh, Mr. Beck is from Earth. Just not yours. There are multiple realities, Peter. This is Earth, Dimension 616. I'm from Earth 833. I'm sorry, you're saying there's a multiverse? Because I thought that was just theoretical. I mean, that completely changes how we understand the initial singularity. We're talking about an eternal inflation system, and how does that even work with all the quantum? It's insane. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. Presented by the good people at the Bod Belly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on the Alright everybody, welcome to episode 244 of the Art and Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me is the brown recluse, Mr. Artro. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions, what the fuck is going on, guys? I hope you guys have your your bongs ready to go for this episode. Just start lighting up. That's a pretty good bong sound effect. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but that's pretty good. Um, guys, before we get into the crazy shit this episode, let's talk about something very deep. Uh, K-Man Coffee. Guys, go to kmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the sweatpants. They got the hats. They got all kinds of swag. Um, get yourself some swag. Look cool. Get your get your beach bods ready because summer is going to be around the corner any minute now. Um, winter's, winter's over. Winter's over, guys. It's officially over. All right, so just let's just start. Let's just start focusing on on uh, some some coffee. Waking up early, getting 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 going, doing three gorilla emojis, and and just getting <laughs> getting getting the mornings all ready to go and, and getting going. that cardio in like a good gorilla. Getting them going, dude. Just getting hyped up, getting getting the three gorillas going, um, and then just drinking some caveman coffee, drinking some hibiscus tea. Um, and take a picture of yourself drinking the coffee, drinking the hibiscus tea. Tag us, tag them. It shows that you care, it shows that you listen to the podcast. Use promo code America to receive 15% off. And that's it. And speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor. Uh, guys, I'm talking about the great and powerful superapparel.com. Guys, go to Super Apparel, uh, pick up an array a fantastic merchandise designed by the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch. She has curated this entire store herself by designing it on her own. Uh, So support 
independent strong women like Nicole Smith Bosch and get yourself all of the merch just like our buddy Jesus Quintes at the Words Hard Hard Podcast. And make sure you check out that GoFundMe and the links in the description to help awesome. get him to South Africa. I'll try not to break on that. Uh, get him over to South Africa to meet his uh, boyhood crush. But guys, we're not here to spend tool our thumbs and talk about hibiscus teas and three gorilla emojis doing cardio like our boy Jesus. Our, what are we here to talk about today? Guys, you guys have asked for it. <laughs> we listened guys we're here to talk about the multiverse guys we went all out on this episode uh if you hear uh, a familiar or unfamiliar voice in the background um you might recognize him from the news he was all over fox news recently uh all over the joe rogan experience podcast guys make some noise for kyle rittenhouse thank you i'm i'm joe rogan uh, guys, Mr. Ross Calderon. Guys, make some noise for Ross Calderon. He, uh, we cannot get Kyle Rittenhouse to come back on the podcast. <laughs> left me on red. <laughs> he messaged yeah, me. Kyle he Rittenhouse messaged, left us on red. So you guys, I was the second guest. He, he so. messaged me a picture. Like I, I asked him, I was like, "Hey, would you like to come on talk about the multiverse?" Blah blah blah. blah. And he all he did was message me a picture of Sonic the Hedgehog kissing a woman. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? He's like, you know what that means, dude. Yeah, go yeah, to the Patreon if you want that joke. Anyways, guys, uh, Jacob, you you pitched this episode. You were like, let's talk about the multiverse, motherfucker. Yeah, actually, two weeks ago, I pitched this. Um, sorry, my voice went a little weird there. Uh, two weeks ago, I pitched this idea for you guys, but um, yeah, you know, the hot thing right now is uh, Spider Man, and uh, you know, the all the wackiness that ensued within that movie, probably. One of my favorite, probably my favorite movie of last year of 2021. Uh, but the new phase that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be going into is going to be dealing with a lot of this stuff, dealing with the multiverse. And, you know, whenever I do any of my great thinking, um, it's always, you know, on the toilet or in the shower. And it really got me thinking about, like, you know, parallel universes and, you know, alternate realities. And I believe I saw some like clickbaity thing, you know, from like, you know, vulture.com, like on social media, or whatever that scientists say that we are this close to, uh, to making contact with an alternate reality. And I was just like, oh, okay. You know, and yeah. so you go down that rabbit hole, you start doing research and it, it literally started fucking with my mind. It's almost like I fucking snorted a magic mushroom and I went on this like incredible journey. I was on a uh, brightbar.com and I was like, <laughs> What are what are they saying? What are what are the, what are the real scientists saying about this? What are the real patriots saying? Well, well, uh, first of all, I get my science from uh, from God. Uh, uh, my pastor. Romans Romans one twelve. Uh, First Corinthians. <laughs> Thou shalt not masturbate uh, to uh, at a stoplight to, to uh, uh, blue hedgehog men. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, guys. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was I did a little bit of research on this. This one was probably the strangest research. I was telling Ross before we uh before we even came on the podcast that like as I was doing more research, I was like, some of this is so convoluted. Some of it is so like theories, not true science. It was my opinion, this opinion. It's more like opinion based science. Theoretical. Yeah, it's it's to the point where it was like, as I was telling Ross, I was like, some of it almost feels like where do you where does where does like your gut take you like where does like your not so much your like scientific brain take you 
but where does your like spiritual brain take you and where does that make you believe in because it's it's i feel like it's one it's it's one in the same like it's just different sides of the same coin and we're arguing about the same things but well, i mean that's ways. interesting that you say it like that because when you asked me i was like first of all thank you for inviting me on one of the most complex <laughs> concepts that you guys ever had yeah like i feel like i'm in science class and i'm just participation points right now you you took mr hardgroves right of course i did uh, <laughs> the, he actually talked about the multiverse he's like it would be impossible for uh if the multiverse uh, uh existed to travel linear because but i feel like he made light, it how did I he, feel like he made it because i haven't seen him in a while <laughs> How did how did that even come up in class? I, I, I feel like all his class were like about so rocks are made out of dinosaur jizz. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I do have a funny story about him. Like one time, like so obviously he he fucking sprayed Aquanet in his hair. Yeah, you know, oh, like yeah. slick it back. He, him like, and Chola. One, one time, like the back was like sticking out like this, so it looked like a little ponytail, <laughs> and we we're calling him Mister Business. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like a Steven Seagal like villain. Like it looked pretty cool. <laughs> but like how got, wormholes exist. Yeah. But like he would like him and his wife would like walk to school and then walk back. Like mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. Like every time he walked back home, it looked like the end of thriller when the zombies go back into their tombs. Like I'm like, there he goes, Mr. Hargrove. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Oh, dude. And for it, those who don't know, Mr. Hargrove was our science teacher in junior high school who had like the most amazing speaking voice. Not only that, but like I-, I didn't know that he walked home like after work. But that's like that's like living the dream if there ever was one. Like yeah. I'm just gonna walk home after work. Like I'm kind of jealous of his existence. Like how many job opportunities do you have where all you have to do is talk about science at work? And well, like, I mean, the- Joe, Ep- Joe Epstein and Jelaine Maxwell used to walk home from work. So oh yeah, that's what I heard. Dude, Jalel Jelaine Maxwell is. Let's just take a poll right now. Hotty or not hot or not hot.com. Hot or naughty. Naughty or hotty. Is she hot or is she naughty? She's definitely she's naughty. About, she's about a 15, 15. Between a 15 and a 14. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is going to take a dark turn. All right. Going back to the multiverse right. real quick. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a super interesting idea. The more I looked into it, the more I was like, nah these scientists don't and then i looked up some youtube like there was like a 45 minute youtube documentary about like these like multiverse ideas and like all this shit and i was like um i don't know if you guys saw this in like any research but like i guess like there's this place in the universe called the cold spot where like um it doesn't look like universes are there like it doesn't look like there's any suns or anything like no stars no planets it's so it's Arvin, Arvin, California. It's just yeah. Arvin, California. Just basically like this cold spot in the universe. So the way science was trying to explain it is that this is a possibility of two universes colliding into each other and basically like, you know, the, the overlap of, of two scientists, scientists, science, two universes colliding with each other, creating this cold spot in the middle. Um, but then again, that's all like theory. Like it's there's no real science behind that. It's just a an idea of why that would happen in, in the universe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyways, Jacob, you said you had some like breakdowns of some uh well, I mean, just to get into it, like I don't wanna like anybody that's coming to this podcast uh and looking for like nineteen fifty-nine, a Swedish scientist uh, was the first one to to because I mean, when you Wikipedia this, they they go in very much a chronological order. 
we're not going to do it. It's going to be a very untraditional RJ can do American podcast just because it is such the multiverse theory is such a complex fucking it's complex theory with so much scientific jargon that it'll blow your head. Like when I was doing research for this topic, like I literally had to like take breaks in between just to like refresh like my mental palette. Like I was like listening to like 1990s, like Eurodance shit, like LaBouche and shit like that. Yeah. Just to like Aqua, fucking Aqua. Yeah, no, no shit. Yeah, I didn't know they had a, a second song out there in the universe besides <clears throat> Barbie Girl, but they do. And it's fantastic. Um, but yes, I mean, um, scientists have roughly been throwing this theory around since the 50s. Uh, but whenever you you look at anything, whether it be religion, comic books, literature, movies, uh, all, every corner of uh, culture and society, there is a form of multiverse. One video I was watching was about like Hinduism, how like they explain their own uh, version of, multi- uh, of a multiverse. Uh, even when you talk about like Christianity, Christianity, like you got heaven, you got hell, and then you got the earth realm, uh, add Catholicism into there, and you even got purgatory, which adds like a fourth, uh, you know, universe, if you will. And then you go into like, you know, like Norse mythology, where you have like the nine realms, like the whole Thor thing. And it seems like it's just like fantastical stories, but then like there's actual science kind of behind all of this. And like the whole like multiverse theory kind of like gets rooted back to like ancient greece where i'm not i'm not even going to attempt to say like the, the the dude's name but like he came up with a theory of atoms which you know fast forward a couple hundred years later atoms are true and one of the scientists like i was um watching a lot of his videos with brian green he was breaking it down to um you know when you observe you know atoms you know at their smallest state uh, we should be able to predict their movement. You know, everything should be predictable because that's how the universe works. Everything works like in a predictable model. You know, the earth should go around the sun, you know, it should take 365 days, uh, but it acts so sporadically. And like that in a nutshell kind of explains like the multiverse, like what we know as, you know, physics here in our universe or our galaxy, whatever might be different in another galaxy because for, the big bang to occur and you get life as we know it, how fine tuned and how perfect that it works. The probability of a big bang happening and getting everything that we have here, you know, we have fucking, you know, high speed internet, you know, you cut your hand and it heals. Uh, you, you know, you got um, fish with lights on their heads, you know, that live, you know, deep sea or whatever for all that to just come together, just magically. The probability of that happening is so small. And that the multiverse theory kind of says like, wait, the unpredictable nature of atoms says that there's got to be multiple universes that doesn't have any of that. And the first Doctor Strange movie kind of explores that where it's just like you have universes where it's just like it's nothingness. There's no stars like I was talking about, like cold pockets like within the universe. Then you got universes that don't necessarily have life, but they have stars. They have like suns and, you know, uh, planets that like dwarf or you know atomize what we have here in our universe kind of thing and the the theory of probability says that those things should happen given the small chance that life as we know it here in our reality is very small the probability of that happening is very small yeah i mean you say like that that i mean the probabilities of things working out so perfectly i mean that's just of what we know of and we know a very small corner of the universe 
in like the universe, our explored universe. Mm-hmm. There's still pl- other places that are very like similar to Earth that might have um, life on them. May might be life that's completely different. Like that's another thing that like our understanding of what a life form is is kind of narrow. It's kind of what we have on our planet and what it's we the expect. first heartbeat, right? Yeah, it's you know what we think what we think could be is going on. But there could be completely different organisms, organisms that are closer to like a gas form life organism or an electric form gas or an electric life form or something like that, that are just completely like off our radar. Even even, you know, what what we think of of uh, of I don't know that this might be a little too crazy, but like even like whether you think artificial intelligence is if, if it gets so advanced that it's so close to if not the same as a human life is it like <coughs> is that already like a whole different thing like if, if robots started if it was like this more like robotic symbiotic organism that could not be detected could go live in jupiter doesn't need the things that makes make our bodies super weak that we need mm-hmm. this perfect little goldilocks planet to like keep us warm and cold at the same time they don't need that shit it's just like let's just go over here and do our own thing like that's that's you know obviously yeah, there's probably going to be if we're talking about like a, an infinite amount of of uh, of possible realities. I was talking to Ross about this the other day. I was like, if 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 there are multiple universes, I believe that it would be a, a point where it's almost an infinite amount of universes. So number that that's just like unthinkable. And if there is, there's already in one of those universes, there's at least you know somebody something smart enough that would be able to travel between universes. And if that's possible, it's already possible. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's already happening. I'm not saying here, I'm just saying somewhere in one of those billions and billions and billions of universes, something, someone has already been able to travel between universes. Well, like connected to what you're saying. So like, kind of like when you said that, like there's like the, what is the Goldilocks? Like, uh, um, there's a balance. So like earth is pretty much that like we're just as far away from the sun to where we're inhabitable. Like the temperature is not too high. It's not too cold. And we allegedly been around for like over 4 billion years, but like we've evolved from like smaller, like organisms. Like we start in the ocean, we build up everything started in the water, build up into land. And then we evolved as species and we're continuing to evolve. So like, now we're like traveling to space, but then you hear stories of like UFOs, like allegedly, like they're coming from other places that are more advanced than us. Um, <clears throat> it wouldn't be weird for me to think that there's, aside from other universes that exist, but an alternate universe that is pretty much like a different variant of like what we are, mm-hmm. but like the atoms like evolve differently. And Physics also, I think of like the Bible, like. The Bible, like, I don't take it, like, as face value. I dissect it, like, you know, the first man on Earth is Adam, but we're all made up of little atoms. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, that's that's pretty much what we are. Like, God didn't make us in seven days. Probably took, like, seven million years for us to, like, evolve. So I never really, like, looked at the Bible like this is the gospel. I looked at it like it's more of a simple, like, explanation of, of how we got to where we are, mm-hmm. like, everything just kind of leads into the next thing. And uh, <clears throat> like, I, I always feel like we're never where we're not supposed to be. And uh, <clears throat> when you look at it that way, like there's billions of universes. Like I listened to like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. 
Mm-hmm. Like I listen, I listen to him, and he's like, "You got to be dumb to think that there's not another life somewhere, but oh, we yeah. just haven't got there yet." Yeah, one of the episodes um, that we covered a long time ago was the um, the Skinwalker Ranch episode, right? And mm-hmm. then I I do think that if there's a if there's a before life after death ab or uh what's it called before christ after what adbc adbc era in the art and jacob do america like podcasting universe that that um that after death era is definitely when we did that episode like that and and i think the reason being at least for me doing the the research on that one it really made me view things a little bit differently like uh that that place in particular on earth has so many sightings of things that make no sense things that are just like not of this world but not really seen anywhere else it's not like we're seeing you know some like a uh, loch ness monster creature or anything like that they're weird things i remember one of the things was just like a block it just looked like a a giant block of uh bread <laughs> of yeah it was just like a white cube flying through the air and then disappearing and that's not really something that's you know the way people describe UFOs. That's not the way people describe aliens. That's not the way people describe ghosts. That's just that was a very unique thing, and it and it kind of made me think like, you know, for hundreds of years, even before we got all scientific with things and we've become really advanced and we have so much technology now, even before that, there were all these hippies that were out going to the desert that just felt like these auras and like connections to certain things. And I do think that there's like in our bodies, like there is a little bit of like this innate thing that we're able to pick on, pick up on whenever we feel uncomfortable or we feel something spiritual or we feel something that just can't be explained. I do think that there's like this weird spider sense that we have built into us. And maybe that's what humans were picking up for hundreds of years until we got to Skinwalker Ranch and other places around the world that kind of blur that line, those like portals between other universe our universe to other universes and we see things in the sky like ufos and things like that that might be blurring the lines between our world mm-hmm. and their world not necessarily from mars or jupiter or whatever you know other planets but from other dimensions mm-hmm. that go into other parallel universes i i've as we've done this podcast more and more i, I started to believe that, that that's a very big possibility um, that those that those UFOs aren't actual spacecrafts, that those UFOs are actual like living entities that are just in our atmosphere fl- without knowledge of like us at all almost. You touch on two things that like I kept running into when I was doing research and we'll get I'll get into like the theories and whatnot as it organically comes up, but you're describing basically one of the theories is like, okay, the uni- our universe is a flat plane, not flat earth or anything like that but it's a flat oh, plane shit. I thought you were gonna say that no, no 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 <laughs> we're round we're very much round and you know the space in between the flatness or whatever right but it's kind of like when you the time variance in loki we're gonna make a lot of marvel references because marvel has the writers of that we're very obsessed with this idea and they are going to be going forward and we all we are also part of the marvel universe by the way correct yeah. which one are you garfield or uh uh, Maguire or uh, Holland? Which universe are you a part of? I'm a part of the Holland one. Okay. What about you? Yeah, Art? yeah I, I think I'm. I'm more a part of the Holland one as well. Okay. Definitely not a part of the Garfield one. I, you know what? I rewatched those. They're not. He's not bad in those movies. It's the actual script. But anyways, when you go to the Loki, <laughs> the Loki uh, TV show, when he's like, you know, watching the time variance 
uh, little you know cartoon that they show them. It shows these four um, basically uh, timelines, right? And one of the theories is, is like, okay, the the universe is flat; it's continuously spreading out or whatever, right? Space and time or whatever, right? But all these different universes are stacked up on top of each other. Every once in a while, you know, due to microwave waves, this is where it gets like scientific jargon. And I was just like, oh, I got to listen to some Ace of Base now to, you know, clear the palate. But every once in a while, those those times and time and space uh, kind of hit each other. And they're saying maybe this explains like you were saying UFOs, you know, because the physics of that universe is different than in our universe where, you know, you get, you know, videos of, you know, items that are like going, you know, faster than the speed of light and then, you know, going into the water and coming out. And there's no technology that we know of that's able to do that. Is it a spacecraft or it just might be something that existed from another universe when, you know, the timelines kind of smack together that, you know, is, you know, transitioning between the two. It can also explain ghosts and um, other things like angels and demons and stuff like that. Are they these things that we're placing in our mind or are they just interdimensional beings from one of these universes that are stacked in between us? You know, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because I'm not sure if you guys, I'm sure like 100%, at least at one point in your life, you had a dream or like that something happens and then it, it ends up happening in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like premonition. Correct. Or something like close to it or like you kept thinking about it and you're like and you thought about it and you make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had that happen. Like I remember one time it's pretty interesting. So like uh, so my mom passed away when I was like 13. And I remember like two weeks after she passed on, I had a dream that me and my brother were working somewhere in a building like it looked like a living space. And I followed my mom to like this room. I was like, hey, you know, like trying to say hi to her. I go to this room and I see this old lady watching TV. And then I wake up the next day. I'm like, what the heck was that about? Six years later, I start working at a retirement home with my brother. And he goes, hey, I need you to take towels to this lady's room. So I walk over to her room with towels and I recognize the hallway. And when I went to the lady's room, she's sitting down watching TV. Same way that I saw six years ago in a dream. And I told him about that. I was like, dude, it's crazy. Like I've seen this happen before. Yeah, like a deja vu kind of situation, but so okay. So there's one thing I do want to bring up, and I saw this come up on on a couple of things that people will bring up when they talk about the multiverse theory, and one of them is that um, um, like the way we perceive time, and you've kind of brought this up, but the way we perceive time is always in this like linear thing. Like I was this old, and then this many days ago, whatever it may be. Um. But that's that's such a like human way of perceiving time, you know, like this very man-made construct of of time passing by and we're moving forward through it. Um, but moments like deja vu and and even like we've covered the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. where like we mass misremembering, like people remember the Bernstein Bears and it's like the Bernstein Bears and the Monopoly Man having an, a monocle and all these different things that just. Like, how did people all misremember? How do we all understand when somebody says, man, I just had a weird feeling of deja vu, and we all know that feeling where it's like, yeah, like we've all had that feeling of of weird deja vu. Or even more so, the the feeling of like sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis is a, is a really weird thing that there is like scientific background to it, but it's still relatively unexplained to mm-hmm. You know, we know that our brains are feeling with the same chemical that someone would get if they were taking a DMT trip, but our brains are releasing it. 
And the weird thing is like when when if you've talked to anyone that's ever done like an ayahuasca trip or a DMT trip, they all talk about it in this like weird spiritual way that it's like, oh dude, all these things were coming at me, all these triangles and shapes, and like I saw this entity walk into the room and they they were just so wise and all this stuff. And like that's essentially, you know, sleep paralysis, but sleep paralysis is usually viewed as very dark and like very like this like demon was on top of me and like sucking my life essence and I couldn't breathe and I was panicking and like you know like it almost seems like that's the same that's the same coin like the same chemical is releasing us to be more in tune with this weird other dimension of like i don't want to call it the dream dimension but almost the dream dimension like it almost seems like that weird thing that like our brain allows us to tap into mm-hmm. that but also travel like, they say that like we don't use like our full like i think like they say we only use like what 40 percent of our brain Something, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're asleep, like, if you're having these dreams or, like, pretty much your your dreams are, like, telling you things, like, without you knowing, like, subconsciously, if you're having uh, sleep paralysis, it's, like, it's stress and it's, like, it's it's basically putting you in a situation that is scary to prepare you for something. So, it's, like, at some point, it's, like, well, if there is a multiverse, I was thinking this, like, when we first started talking about it, what if there's different versions of us, like, you know, spirituality, for example. So like, maybe it's not just our spiritual, like our souls, but we're connected to like different versions of ourselves that are going through something. Like, you know, like some people say, you know, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, like reincarnation. Mm-hmm. Like you lived a life, but I kind of feel like we're just all kind of like, everything's kind of mixed around, but like you connect to somebody that has the same like spiritual realm as you and you're dreaming what they're going through. Because sometimes, like, I have dreams where I'm like, you know, I do something weird, like skydiving or like something that I would never do. Yeah. But like, you get stuck in it and then it, it feels real to you. Like, especially when you're dreaming, um, I just feel like everything's like kind of connected. Like, there's another part. And I mean, the scientists, they still can't explain it. They're like, we don't necessarily know why you dream. Like, we know why you probably have dreams, but we can't explain why? what they mean or anything like that. Like to me, that's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. And um, to kind of go go off of what both of you guys were saying, I was watching um, a YouTube clip of a scientist. A lot of these scientists that you know believe and don't believe in um, the multiverse, like they've all been on Rogan. And I was watching a clip of this, and um, one of these scientists, like I believe, like it was Alex during Jones. You, no. you can say it. his name is Alex Jones. Guys, I'm kind of retarded. Um, <laughs> But um, no, this guy, like at first I was like, oh, he looks like a quack. He just looks like like some like old ass hippie that has like original Apple stock or whatever. And he just lives off the land on that. Uh, but he was talking like he was like a student, like I want to say like at Berkeley or something like that. Some high fluting, you know, university, but he was getting his doctorate and um, him and like a bunch of his uh, his fellow students. They found like this field of like magic mushrooms or whatever, like very potent ones and whatnot. Right. And they dried him out and they did him or whatever. Right. And like he had like this very lucid dream about seeing uh, cattle, you know, uh, massive amounts of cattle just like dead. And like, it, you know, the whole earth was just like scorching or whatever. Right. And he's like, I don't know what this is. It was like during, you know, the Reagan administration, like, oh, did the Cold War happen or whatnot? Like he was like kind of freaking out because he was like, it just felt too real to me. Like because he took the mushrooms and went to sleep and whatnot. Right. And um he goes on to say like, oh, okay. Then, you know, it was the middle of winter as well. Like there was snow all the way around him. And for whatever reason, 
the, all the snow just started melting like a couple of days later. I had to go to like some cabin, you know, somewhere, you know, you know, down the way uh, to retrieve like some books before, you know, all the, you know, the, you know, the cabin and all the melting or whatever, like flooded his cabin and like ruined all his textbooks and whatnot. And he says that, you know, when he went to the cabin, he was driving down the canyon again and, you know, and all the snow was melted away. And like, it was like a really hot day. It was like 85 degrees compared to what it was like. 32 degrees like you know a couple days before you know it's like there was like this whole mass of like cattle that had just like perished like in this field that he was passing by and he was like dude that was the exact same thing that i saw when i was tripping on mushrooms and dreaming this dream and whatnot and i thought that was pretty interesting and then especially like with what you were talking about ross with like that you know elderly woman and there's a lot of stories out there like that where it's just like holy shit like these like you're seeing like the future kind of thing. And again, well, I'll get into some of like the theories uh, that, you know, Max Tegmark and Brian Green have put together, but you hear a lot of these stories and there's gotta be something behind it. So, I mean, going back to the whole time thing, have you guys seen the movie tenant? Mm-hmm. No, have you seen it? No, no. Okay. Well, I wouldn't say I highly recommend it because I think it's like an incredible <laughs> movie, like great acting or anything like that, but I do highly recommend it just because, it introduces a concept that I don't think is that deep, but it's the, basically the concept that if time travel is possible, it's constantly affecting the, the materials. Like if, if I was to build a gun in the future, it's going to affect those materials all the way through the past. If, if there's going to be time travel involved, like, so basically like if I shot this wall, you know, and, and, you know, if, if somebody shoots this wall 50 years from now, you know, 50 years ago somebody would be affected by that wall like those materials would be affected so it kind of creates this weird concept but at the same time it's very it's a very interesting concept and i really really like that concept of the way that 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 movie was put together um and i do think that if if time travel is possible it's at any point it's already possible because it's Mm -hmm. you know it's it's it's, it's been done basically. I feel that way about the universe. Um, but I, I, things like that, like, you know, to bring up another Marvel movie when, uh, you know, when Ant-Man shrinks down really small and every time's moving at a different speed, quantum realm, yeah. the quantum realm. I mean, that's a whole different thing. I think Ross was kind of hinting at that idea earlier about like our bodies are, it's are basically its own like little micro universe itself. We have like, cells that live and die within our own bodies day in and day out and don't really acknowledge them. Like that's, that's its own like little universe itself. And like we, in, 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 in the spectrum of the world, like for the, for all we really know is like, we are just the blink of an eye, um, just completely insignificant, the blink of an eye, um, on this like tiny little grain of sand and water. And like, (laughs) it's, it's not forever. Like it's going to burn out. The sun that we have here is going to eventually burn out. And for all we know, we're, we're, you know, just in some kid's bedroom or whatever, like just some, like some, like, uh, some like sea, sea monkeys or whatever. in the yeah. kids, kids, bedroom. Well, like what you said about like the sun will eventually like burn out. Like I think like in a, a billion years or something, but like, if you look at the stars, the stars are pretty much suns that have burned out millions of years ago mm-hmm. and they stay there. And it's interesting to like look up at the stars. Like, it looks beautiful, but like each look, one of those stars has a history, has a universe behind it. You're looking like, into the past. Out there? 
you're looking yeah. into the past because the way light travels millions uh, of years ago. Yeah, yeah, they they already burned some of those already burned out, but the way the the light that's reflecting back to us, it, it took that many millions of light years for it to get to you. By the time real real time quote unquote is happening <laughs> that thing's already burnt out and it's disintegrated and it's mercury and all the shit that makes it you know a fucking star is already floating to me around. That's, that's fascinating because it's like there's a there's millions of, of years of history behind those mm-hmm. you know if we're still living you know our timeline eventually our star is going to blow up and then another galaxy universe is going to see us millions mm-hmm. of years from now just see us like as a little star like it's it's just it's so complex dude yeah, it's a trip. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, but to kind of get into it a little bit, um, I mentioned, you know, there's uh, two different scientists that have four different or have different classifications of a multiverse. Uh, Max Tegmarks is a little bit more straightforward and easier to explain. Uh, he has four levels. Uh, level one is the extension of our universe. So like I mentioned earlier, the universe is universally considered flat right like there's a bunch of matter and space in between that makes up for everything but it's flat and it's continuously growing across the board all scientists can agree with that it's continuously expanding and and it's expanding forever it's infinite and with infinite infinity means there's infinite possibilities and what his theory basically says is that you know what we can see uh, is called our Hubble bubble. Like that's the the scientific term. So like every which direction that you see, our Hubble bubble, like what we know of this universe, that is our Hubble bubble. And what he was saying is in a level one multiverse, you have a uh, infinite amount of these Hubble bubbles. And within these infinite amount of Hubble bubbles, you know, it's like the the space foam as, um, uh, what's his name? What's call it? Um, Stephen Hawking would call it because there's all these bubbles. It makes like this sea foam or whatever, right? You have all these different universes with all these possibilities. And like Art said, if it's possible, it's already happened kind of thing. So you just got this, this ever expanding, you know, sea of bubbles, just like expanding out and everything in between. Like I was saying with that doctor, the, the first Dr. Strange movie where like you have some Hubble bubbles where it's just completely darkness and some Hubble bubbles, it's like all these stars and shit, but like no life. Then in other Hubble bubbles, you have life. And then one physicist had it put down that the, the chances of <coughs> running into another universe, another Hubble bubble that has the same you out there is like 10 to the 32nd power of the 32nd power, which is super far away. So you'll never be able to get to it. But that the life that you're leading right now is being played out maybe a little bit differently. Maybe I don't have a mustache. Maybe Taco Bell was never invented and I have, you know, a dime piece ass body, uh, but it's out there, you know, with that formula. Uh, level two basically, you know, kind of expands upon that and says that, you know, it's uh, many, it, many different universes, kind of like, you know, those holes like in a bread. It's all contained as opposed to being infinite. It's all contained, but it's all these different universes uh, within like this piece of bread. And, you know, each, you know, slice of bread, like I was saying, like with the time variance, you know, stacked up, you know, you have all these bubbles, but they're all on their different timelines, if you will. So that's a level two. Uh, A level three is kind of the trippiest one, I thought, which is the many world interpretations of quantum mechanics. And it's basically like kind of like Ross was talking about. Uh, you do a coin flip. There's two possibilities, right? 
So you either get heads or tails in one possibility and in one universe, uh, a universe splits and it's, it's heads and life kind of goes on in that direction and carries out in that reality. That's very much a reality and a universe that exists. And in the same token, there's another reality that happens where the coin flips and it lands on tails. And then that universe exists and splits out and continues to live. So you have all these splittings of this universe. So, and it just kind of like a back to the future too. Yeah. Like, you know, when he splits off, like the timeline just kind of changes same people, but the timeline is different. Correct. And it keeps uh, on doing that forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And that's how you get that expanding universe. Yeah. In multiverse. And then the fourth one, uh, you got the ultimate ensemble. Basically, just means that all of those things are happening, and that there's a mathematic equation to it all. And then eventually, you know, once we get a smart enough science, we'll be able to figure it. But like math, basically, math is the only absolute. So in each one of these universes, you know, physics is different, gravity is different, everything's a little bit different. But the only absolute in all of these things is mathematics, and that there's a mathematic formula to explain each and one of these universes. Yeah, I mean that. I think that's pretty logical. Let, let me ask you guys something. So, have you guys ever heard of the the man from Torin? Mm-hmm. No. So, the man from Torin is it, maybe it deserves his own episode. But there's a story of this guy who um, I believe he travels to Japan, right? And he has a passport. He he's on a plane with everyone else. And once he gets off the plane, they're looking at his passport. They're going through all his paperwork, and um, he has a passport from the country of Torin. And they were like where is this like this is this is not a real passport there's no country called torin and he's like yes there is we're right next to spain like torin is right here let me point it out to you in a map and then he's like oh shit you're right there's no where's torin like there's no no evidence of torin no nothing um they couldn't find any any <laughs> anything but his passport looked legit he had stamps from all their countries he had stamps from torin he had all this information that was like pretty legit it looked pretty real so what they do is they basically like lock him up in this hotel we're like all right we're gonna lock you up here you can't leave they put some like security guards to keep him there um they take all his all his um all of his personal belongings and lock him up um and then the next day they go to get him out and he's gone there's no one in there there's no one in the hotel all of his personal belongings are gone and disappeared and nobody knows anything about this guy like nobody knows how he managed to get into the country how he flew there what happened any of that stuff i know it sounds very twilight zone ish but it's a true story i mean it's it's a very documented story if you guys ever just want to research it it's called the man from torrent it's 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 a very wild story and there's a bunch of like little cases like that of of people experiencing these like weird things that like perhaps somebody from a different universe, a different timeline, a different like multiverse thing that split into this one thing for a brief second and then disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. Once like the lightning hit in this weird way. Or remember like there's like, um, I'm sure you guys have seen this. I don't know how real or not real this is, but that Mike Tyson uh, fight where there's somebody in the audience he's holding the phone. He's holding. So yeah, that's a re- that's real footage. They've tried to determine like what kind of phone is. I guess there was a, like a phone that looked kind of not a phone, but there was a camera in the nineties that looked very similar to that. And maybe they were just holding it wrong. Like they most people hold the camera this way, and then I guess that person. Well, was also there it was a way. there was a Charlie Chaplin movie where a woman was walking with a yeah yeah. I saw that. Like 
but like and then that also kind of goes into like the mandela effect like certain things that you remember are different uh so it's almost like we got knocked off of whatever universe we're in and then just all pushed aside mm-hmm. like from like it's crazy to think about that because if there is a multiverse there's got to be billions because it's something that fragile that could change you know like like you ever seen like uh what was that movie hot tub time machine where they, yeah. they hit the bet on uh was it john alway or something yeah and uh the squirrel comes and like like something small like that could affect it yeah well, um, as you were saying that i was like I think, yeah, you can say it's a coin flip, but I mean, th- these are like, we'd be talking to millions and millions of coin flips, every animal, every living organism in the world, making the complete opposite decision, or maybe just one of them making a complete opposite decision, affecting billions of other ones. These are like, to the point where it's like such a micro decision of like, I'm going to the bathroom and now I'll wait five minutes. Like already, that's already different. Like the outcomes <laughs> could be completely different, whether I wait five minutes or 10 minutes that maybe this is the time that I slip on the soap and die in the bathroom. Maybe this is the time that I get pulled over on my phone for watching Sonic the Hedgehog pornography, like mm. whatever it may be. Like it's, it's, it varies every, every possibility, like whether I decide to take off one minute early or one minute late, like, and that's just my personal one. It could be like, you know, whatever Jacob's doing, whatever Ross is doing over mm. here. Like there's so many possible like micro decisions that are happening on a daily basis. So you multiply that times the amount of universes, like I mean, it's like infinite. It's infinite. Yeah, it's, it's the same because then you could you'd be like watching like a like Sonic cook porn or something, and then just you watching it for a few seconds changes your life. But like not just your life, but like everybody around you at that moment. Like, Correct. I think about that all the time. Like, you know, like uh, you know, because John Lennon famously said one time, he's like, "You're never where you're not supposed to be," and then he gets shot by a fan. Yeah. Um, who knows what would have happened? Like, there's a stupid movie called what was it called? Uh, there was a movie about like their music, but some like guy was like stealing all their music. Oh, um, um, yes, it's a. Uh, oh God, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about though. Abbey Road or something? It, it's the it's, <clears> Beatles like, one, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, well, but like, it's like, what if a universe that didn't have the Beatles and then he was stealing all their music and then. Later on in the movie, he meets John Lennon and John Lennon is like living in like an open field somewhere. It's like it was so dumb, but the concept is pretty much like one little sudden change happened and it affected everything where nobody remembered like the Beatles, like kind of like, you know, we keep going back to the Mandela effect, but like just everything kind of circles around. But like, you know, for me, like, I mean, you know, as far as like the Mandela effect is like maybe we have like misinformation, like. This morning I was with my dad and I guess Sidney Portnier, the actor, he died yesterday or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I thought he died like 20 years, years ago. ago or something. I remember that yeah, too. Yeah. Like, Cause I remember having the exact but, same uh, thought. Yeah. So it's like little things like that could affect us. But like what Art said, it's like, it affects us small. You think it does, but it affects billions of different possibilities. Mm-hmm. And we do know that the universe is infinite. And then like if we're going off of those just four levels of, you know, multiverse, every single one well, of them. I wouldn't say it- we know. I would say that the most most scientists agree that it is. That's the most possible outcome is that it's an infinite universe. Mm-hmm. But we don't know that for sure. Like, yeah, without, you know, 100 percent certainty. Yeah. But like, I mean, 100 percent, we know that the Earth is flat, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but no, yeah, everything is infinite about it. Like even even to the edge of the universe, right? Like what's outside of that? Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah. what I mean. Like you know, you think of something being infinite, but at the same point, it's like, can anything be infinite? Like, mm-hmm. can there not be a border to this? I mean, it's infinite to us, but I always think like we are at we are a fucking speck of sand in this giant ocean of of sand and like we think that we're the center of the universe because like we wear fucking pants and have internet and like we're the fucking shit but it's like dude there's so much other fucking sand out here and like Mm -hmm. you are just you know whether you get built in the sandcastle or not i mean i i was just thinking about this right now as you know my mind is just going 100 miles per hour right now it's like like even the way we're built as humans, like our skin, our senses, like the the amount of things that we can smell and touch, I guess like our, our skin is only designed to like feel like 10% of what actual texture feels like. Cause if we felt any more, we would go crazy. Like kids that have pretty severe autism feel that. And like, they basically can't take it. Like they have to, their skin is super sensitive to that, that sort of thing. Well, like, also, like I read somewhere, like, I mean, I could sound pretty stupid right now, but uh, if you guys agree with me like i thought i read somewhere that like we're never actually like touching like we have like little atoms like in our fingertips so mm-hmm. we're never actually like physically touching something mm, i don't know that i know i know that works with eyesight that we don't right, see... edit it out edit it out no i'm just kidding no i'm an idiot <laughs> no, 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 no 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 you're probably you might be right i don't know but um yeah. I, I saw something very similar about eyesight where we don't see everything that's out there i believe there's like a hole in the back of our eye well, there, there's always going to be some, a piece of the picture that we're missing and we're not getting all the light that we could to see everything. And what our eyes do is it kind of it fills in what we're not seeing kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, ultraviolet rate. I mean, there's different like color frequencies that we just the human eye just can't see. There's so many things like that we, we just can't see with our natural there's smells that dogs can smell that we can't smell. Like we have, we're kind of dull. Like our senses are kind of dulled on purpose just so we could build, live a normal life where we can worry about doing a podcast and not worry about my fucking skin itching. Cause I'm covered in a sweater or something like or that. Or the sound wave that's continuously buzzing. Yeah. Like that's like the, what's the, the, the hum. Like there's mm-hmm. people that are affected by the hum and all these things that the constant <laughs> electrical frequencies that are in the air. Like there, we we're, naturally numb to these things um and i don't know where i was going with this but i was just gonna say like you know as part of as part of like our human evolution like we've we are numb to that and who is to say that you know we're you know when people talk about ghosts or whatever like seeing something strange in the forest or whatever like it could just be that slight glimpse of our senses being a little less numb where we actually saw something like a blur between two universes Mm-hmm. going into each other but naturally like i said we we don't feel like we we naturally our human skin the way our nervous system is designed we're not designed to feel everything uh, in our entire life because we would go insane if we felt everything and saw mm-hmm. everything and smelled everything and tasted everything every hot pepper would blow our minds well let's get into that like when you mentioned about ghosts like uh you know i had my experience with that like as a child but like at the same time, it's like, if you do believe in it, I, I certainly do, but uh, mm-hmm. it's like, what is it? Because you're raised to know, like, okay, you know, if you're religious, then when you die, you cross over. 
But then if you're not religious, like when, when you die, you die. But I do believe that there's like an energy aspect to things. Some things just stay. And uh, I seen it happen when I was a kid, like growing up, like the house that I grew up in was like just haunted to shit. And it still is like I don't live there anymore, but there's just, like a bad vibe, bad energy. But I'm not necessarily saying that I believe in like ghosts, but like there's definitely an energy that stays. And it's like, what is that? Like, what is it exactly that stays? And why is it here? And where does it come from? Where does it go? Where does it go? Yeah, where does it Cotton go? Sleep Joe. At night? <laughs> Joe. Let's call Alex Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's interdimensional <laughs> Hillary Clintons out there that come out into the, the multiverse. And uh... <laughs> um, no, we really need training the uh, Yellow Ranger on this episode to explain this uh, scientifically. But she was a hit last She's still week, alive. That, that's a. That's a conspiracy. She was a hit. The whole like, I, I think you made it the uh, like the pin YouTube or something, or uh-huh. I don't know what it was. I kept getting all. I thought I was gonna get hate mail on it, but it was well received, I suppose. No, she. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. She didn't die. She's a K-pop star now. Oh, dude, K-pop. Yeah, look it up, <laughs> dude. Did you listen to the uh, the Come Town episode about K-pop? Yeah, I did. Yeah, dude, that yeah. was so good. <laughs> you check that out. Um, but no, like along those lines about like ghosts and shit, like being, you know, part of like a different universe and whatnot. I mean, it could explain like you, you were talking about like Skinwalker Ranch, you know, like there's certain places that just have certain energies. And I mean, there's places like on this earth, like where there's unexplained ha- things that happen, you know, like whether it be, you know, Ross's, you know, childhood home or my childhood home or whatever. Uh, it could be just the, just like the wavelengths of like the different universes like smacking into each other or you know some people we were talking about you know how you know your brain produces a chemical where you dream or whatever some people call that the third eye you know where we have our sixth sense if you will um you know you can take some dmt or some ayahuasca or whatever to get in touch with that and whatnot and that's how you you can you can travel within spirit realms and whatnot um maybe that that's what that is too you know it's just like you know to go back to mr hardgrove's class where it's just like, ah, these these universes are too far away for us to travel unless you created like, well, and he he got like a piece of paper and he you know he he shot a pencil through it. He goes, unless you find like a wormhole, you know, to travel through. Maybe that's the wormhole, you know, right there. Um, we should have got him on this podcast, dude. We should have got him. Is he still alive? I think. He yeah, died. he is. He he is? I, see him, I see him walking sometimes. No way. He got his wife, so you could speculate what happened there. <laughs> oh, no. The same, the same I'm, area? I'm just kidding, dude. That's what he's, he's like walking no, with walking like a... Yeah. He's walking with like a normal girl now. He's like... The, he. It's just him dressed as Sonic the he's Hedgehog. Like hot. She's like an influencer. Like <laughs> She's he's, just streaming their walks together. He's nice to me. He walks a lot. <laughs> he takes me he's on crazy. walks in response to my texts. He's horny all the time. <laughs> He's always talking about wormholes. <laughs> he's always talking about wormholes, and he's like gonna show me a wormhole or whatnot. He gets anyway. me all wet. <laughs> <laughs> he makes my wormhole wet. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mister Hargrove. Oh man. No, but um, another thing I was looking at too is like black holes. You know, like could black holes could that be? You know, a way to get to another universe because we don't know what's in a you know a black hole and it sucks everything in. Could also ghosts or cryptids or something like that? Could that just be things that you know went into the black hole and then came out the other end? You know, um, Einstein was talking about if you had two um, 
two black holes on e- either side of each other. Uh, they, it's called the Einstein-Rosen bridge. That could be a bridge to a different universe. Yeah. Oh, I, I think I'm going to say absolutely. So oftentimes black holes have been used as like portals through to uh, time and space, like in our own universe. <coughs> like, oh, it'll suck you in and you'll be on that side of the table once you go through it. But I, I almost feel like that doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, I think it makes more sense if it was going from from this dimension to the next dimension, whether that next dimension is everything's goo and everything's like mushy. There's no universe. It's like literally just like Nickelodeon slime everywhere. And like this sucks. This trip was not worth the trip. Yeah. But uh, at least it got you somewhere else. I think that 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 is very possible, I think. Mm hmm. And then, like, that's even, like, a thing that, like, to bring it back to Marvel or even, like, you know, Norse mythology or whatever, like, the Bifrost that Thor uses to get between, like, the nine realms. That's very much, like, a theory that was created before Einstein's theory about the two black holes, you know, the Einstein-Rosen bridge or whatever. To have Bifrost, that's basically how, you know, Thor and the Asgardians or whatever, they got to, you know, Midgard and then Asgard and Highgard and all, like, all these different places. And when you go into like the mythology of you know Norse mythology, there's they consider there's nine different realms, and then within physics, there's nine spatial dimensions, you know, that we can come up with. And I, I thought that like that was like a weird coincidence, you know. And then like when you talk about like the two black holes, it's basically like you said, it's basically the Bifrost from fucking the Thor movies or fucking Norse mythology and shit. And it to me, like it, it makes more sense because it's just like when you talk about like the Big Bang. It's basically to fucking dumb it down a lot or whatever. It's basically energy, you know, like you were talking, whether we're talking about spiritual energy or physical energy, creating life, a black hole. What it does is it sucks in all sorts of energy and matter. And what has to come out of the other end is to me, in my opinion, a portal to a different life. Well, yeah. Like, like, so essentially like that's, what's fascinating about it. Like a black hole is like, you know, we're raised to believe like, you know, like when it comes up, must come down. Like there's, there's this, and then there's that. We don't really know what goes into a black hole, but we know that black holes are massive. Like they could suck a whole universe in if they can. Mm-hmm. And that's, what's interesting about that. Like scientists can't even explain it, but there's several of them. Like they even said, like at any moment, we could just get sucked up by one, like without a given moment. So it's like, what is that? Like, what is it? in the first place it's not just where does it go but what is it exactly mm-hmm. that's what's fascinating about it but uh like the universe is like like outside of like our galaxy it's like who knows what the hell is going on out there to even think about the multiverse like it's not crazy to think that there is like a alternate like different versions of us like art with like a hitler mustache or something <laughs> somewhere else i, I can see the, that somewhere just the fact that i can grow a mustache in that universe uh, <laughs> I'd be you happy with that. Be, like, it's oh, your you, you, can, you can grow a mustache, dude. You are accomplished. He's like, hey, it's a me, a Wadio Trejo. Like, <laughs> it's your guy, dude. It's like in some in one universe, I am Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was acquitted. I just show up and I'm like, oh, dude, finally a universe with normal ass pizza. <laughs> no, and, then, no, and then like, there's wanted posters of me everywhere, and it's like, what the hell? And then I <laughs> You're can see, here? I can see. I can see an alternate universe like Jacob, like looking like Gomez Adams, like just all <laughs> slick back. I can see that. You mean that's not me now? I mean, kinda. You got, you got, you got a kind of a big built there, though. You look a little uh, Dave Bautista-ish. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Drax. But, no, but like less, like you're like Dave Barista. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's your coffee. Have you guys ever had a moment where, um, not to get too far off the, the, the jokes, I like the jokes, but it just kind of hit me right now. Um, have you guys ever had a moment? Uh, I heard the story of this dude that, that was um, that was like leaving his apartment one time and his girlfriend came up to him and was basically yelling at him and um, saying, like, we're over, like, I'm packing my shit. She goes inside the apartment and, like, grabs some of her stuff and, like, leaves and says, like, fuck off, like, we're over. And, like, 10 minutes later, his girlfriend shows up and says, like, what's going on? What, what are you doing out here in the street? And, like, there's surveillance footage of like of the girlfriend like walking up and like and and grabbing stuff and like leaving and he's like what the fuck didn't you just break up with me like what the hell is going on um i guess if you were to try to explain it it would be like this guy was cheating on his girlfriend with a girl that looked just like her maybe has like a has like a type of girl that he's into and maybe that's what happened uh but he swears up and down that he does no explanation there's footage of this girl uh, in in the apartment complex, going in there, yelling at him, and then leaving, and all this stuff. I don't. I've never had a moment like that trippy that I just can't explain. Um, where I like legitimately don't know what the hell just happened. If those are just like two universes blurring into each other. Um, besides some of the weird Mandela effect moments, where uh, you know we researched that one. Some of them are just like, dude, this is a bunch of misremembering bullshit. You guys just don't know what you're talking about. And some of them were like the. I mean, um, if- it sounds it sounds cool like you know to think about that like like two different women but at the same time I'm like that's pretty fucking cool to date two chicks that look alike <laughs> <laughs> like if you're gonna cheat on your girlfriend you might as well do it that way um but uh no I, I've, I've seen situations like that with different people where they're like hey you know I thought I saw you yesterday and like it wasn't even me like I have like I'm pretty sure you guys have like a doppelganger out there somewhere mm-hmm Somebody told me that like on one the east time side, where... I have at least like twelve. Yeah, some dude at the gym stopped me the other day. He's like, "Dude, what's your name?" And I was like, I, "I gave him my name." And he goes, "No, that's not it." And I was like, "No, I'm pretty sure that's my name." And he's like, "No, like I saw you the other day. You were over here." And I was like, "I've never been to this place that you're describing." And he's like, "Huh? The, the same, same look, same build, same everything. Are you sure you weren't over there?" And I was like. No, that's not me. And he goes, I recognize like you're telling me you've never been a teaser pleaser. <laughs> no, I only go to the exotic kitty, sir. You're, you're telling me you don't walk around with the blue Sonic the Hedgehog outfit from head to toe, prostituting yourself on Union Avenue. <laughs> you don't wear a Sonic onesie trying to sell pizza pizza at Little Caesars. Man, dude, there was a time period around like 2008 ish, 2009 ish. Where I had multiple people ask me, like, dude, are you? I, I would just get text messages at night, like, saying, like, dude, are you at the mint right now? Dude, are you at Padre right now? And I'd be like, dude, no, I'm, I'm at home. Like, or I'd be like, I'm somewhere else. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That happened to me like multiple times, like, during the span of like 2008 to like 2010 ish, somewhere right around there. I still there. have that happening to me. Like, there's at least 12 people on the East Bakersfield that people think that I am. Two of them may or may not be drug dealers. I won't I, say. Any I name, thought. But... I'll be honest with you. I thought. I thought you were dating uh, Jacob's girlfriend's sister for a while. I really I thought didn't... you were gonna say. You thought I was Jacob's girlfriend's sister? No, I, I thought. I thought you were dating Jacob's girlfriend's sister. Yeah. Uh, I, I. I really did. I was like. I even told this dude. I was like. I think. I think Ross is dating 
your girlfriend's sister. <laughs> that would be a, a tremendous upgrade from her real boyfriend, too. So that's a compliment to you, Ross. I'm hoping that's a compliment. Yeah, it'd be a tremendous upgrade if it really was you. But um, okay. no, no. Yeah. Even that story you told about like how I made everybody dance, like line dance to The Rock says like. In yeah, you don't high remember school. that shit at all. I don't remember that shit. And then I remember asking a couple other people that we went to junior high with. I was like, dude, did I ever do this? Like, cause I have no, I have many weird memories of me in junior high doing crazy shit, but I don't remember that. And they're like, no, I don't remember that either. Now I'm not saying it didn't happen, but it is weird that you're the only person with that memory. So it's, it, that trips me out a little bit too. It might've been a fever dream. Like I wanted it to happen. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I need Jacob. You, you just woke up in the middle oh, of the night sweating, going like, Jacob got me again. Another wet dream. I want to lie down with him to the rock says. <laughs> so, like, specific and random at the same time. That Gomez Adams, Dave Batista looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. the, the funny thing is, like, I, I can see Jacob doing that. That sounds I like can't a too. Jacob. That's the that's the thing. I can see myself doing it too. Hey, but what's crazy? You like nobody else remembers that, but you led the line dance. You led it. Like you were like, and uh, I don't even know how to line dance. No, I'm not. I remember we were all following your lead, dude. I'm not joking about that. (laughs) Follow the leader. I I just want to point out. It looks like Ross is in fucking Silent Hill right now. Where are you? It just looks like a foggy city in the background. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, are you driving oh. through Silent Hill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be all weird shaped head dudes and shit. You ever seen that movie, The Mist, where the guy shoots all his family before he gets out? Yeah, yeah. That's that's my scenario. No, I'll tell you exactly what's happening. Is I'm sitting in my car right now, uh-huh. and <laughs> with my the body exhaust in the garage, absorbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I'm absorbing all the carbon monoxide. You just uh, put your hand on the mirror on the window and like do like that whole Titanic scene right now. I'm gonna do the Titanic thing right now. Right there. There you go. There you go, baby. It wow. doesn't look sexy though. It looks like a bear trying to climb in. <laughs> Dude, I just want I just want to be sure because in the back it like legitimately looks like you're yeah, in the Silent back Hill. the back window does look like Silent Hill or the fog. Yeah. That's cool though. Thank you. It's my body heat. Um yeah. Speaking of body heat, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many weird things like in this universe as as a whole, like as it is, like there's so many unexplainable things. We've covered topic after topic after every UFO, every cryptid, every Bigfoot, everything that we can't catch. But there's like somewhat footage of it. Magic, the Aleister Crawley stuff, like there's mm-hmm. so many different things that this Mandela effect, just things that really cannot be explained by science. Like, um, do you remember? um well, I don't actually I don't think we've covered the 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 Boyish manuscript. Um, but it's basically like this book that's written in this like language that can't be deciphered. can't be deciphered. And there's all these like images of things that are that kind of make sense on this world, but kind of don't make sense, like plants that don't exist on this planet. And then the weird thing about it is that this book is like really well made and it's been protected for so many years in, in a time period where like books were not easily made like if you made a one off of a book it better have costed you it's like buying like a car basically like yeah, that's yeah, how much yeah. that's how important you need it to be to make a book um and th- somebody made a book basically that made no sense written in a language that makes no sense with plants that made no sense some of the plants are correct and they're real plants on earth and some of it kind of makes sense but a lot of it is about like sexual reproduction and plant reproduction but some of the plans don't exist and some of those sexual organs don't exist. 
and like it could have just been like a one-off like type of thing but it, it's so well done that it's that people are just like there's there's potentially this book is from like a different universe or even like what hit me right now too. remember the Georgia Guidestones like yeah the that, Georgia Guidestones that, yeah that doesn't make any goddamn sense and when you get into that it's like okay could that be something from a, a different universe do you remember dimension? that that guy that built the uh those monuments in Florida what was that guy's name oh the Coral Castle the Coral Castle yeah the Coral Castle again that makes no sense it's a tiny little guy building all these giant monuments mm -hmm. by himself in the middle of the night even the pyramids and shit like that you know like that is just good old-fashioned hard labor by uh by our colored friends <laughs> uh, I just want to say it, yeah it's, it's insane to think about like <laughs> and then they would point like the pyramids to like the constellation like it's yeah that's so, what like, I meant art <laughs> Dude, you, you know what's fucking crazy? So the I think I was telling you about this the other day, and I didn't realize how fucking like Marvel Universe, like you know, you know, in the Spider-Man movie when they're doing that spell and the universe is like cracking open or whatever. So in Mexico, I think it was just this last year, there were all these massive earthquakes that were like happening mm -hmm. in Mexico City. And while there were earthquakes happening, the the uh on Twitter, the uh, the hashtag apocalypse was trending. And the reason why is because there were all these like blue and red lightnings that were that were happening while there were earthquakes which if if there's giant earthquakes happening here and blue and red lightning was happening at the same time i'd probably think that's the fucking apocalypse as well nobody explained it science didn't really like want to explain what the hell was going on but one of the things that is really interesting obviously that's fucking weird and that could be like the universe itself like cr crumbling into each other but the pyramids in mexico have like like um the same like mercury inside of them, like liquid, mer like rivers of liquid mercury inside of them, which is basically what, how we would power like a, a giant battery. battery. And um, I thought that was super interesting. Like those motherfuckers are like way ahead of their time, like putting fucking liquid mercury and shit. Because they like, had all those Latinas working in there, dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All those That's Mr. Hargrove. Like, One Mr. Hargrove. to put some mercury in there, mijo. <laughs> He's okay. He built stuff. He built me a pyramid with mercury in it. He <laughs> shit, but he gave me mercury, so I gave him what he want. <laughs> At least he called me back, so whatever. <laughs> he he hustles hard. <laughs> What's up with you? Really, I want to give a shout out to my man on our Bow for giving me mercury in my pyramid. <laughs> Dude, that just want another thing I just want to point out is what the fuck is up? Have you guys noticed this weird trend on like Instagram where like 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 it'll be like successful like women like this is what a strong couple should be like. Someone will just post like a random thing and it'll be like some garbage ass thing that's like 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 we we make billions of money by like waking up every day at 4 a.m. and like it's it just like really unrealistic goals of like what a mm -hmm. couple should be like and I, I see those on like on instagram so much and i'm just like oh my gosh like, the fuck? I don't like yeah that. like it'll just be like people i know will just like post something like that and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about these are like unrealistic like just go to sleep stop posting this shit <laughs> sorry sorry to put you on blast ross that i'm talking about ross when i say no, that i know I know. Ross is I always like better. five goals to be a successful businessman. Mm -hmm. How to beat Sonic the Hedgehog in 11 minutes. <laughs> Man, that'd be the dream. Anyways, Jacob, you got more notes on there. 
Uh, but I mean, I guess we can just uh, peruse through Brian Greene's nine types of uh, multiverses. There's the quilted multiverse, which just it's kind of like a uh, level one where it's just like an endless quilt. Like, you know, you add another section to the quilt or whatever. Those sections never meet kind of thing. Uh, inflationary multiverse, where it's basically just like the whole universe is expanding and then there's just po different pockets of the universe, and those are, you know, different universes. Uh, there's the brain uh, type, which is just membranes, like I was talking about, like the Loki series, where it's just like different membranes of universes stacked up on top of each other. Uh, a cyclic multiverse, like, you know, Ross brought up a couple times, where everything just kind of keeps repeating, you know, different decisions get made during these times, but the universe basically just keeps repeating, and these different universes just keep on repeating. You know, like a fucking, you know, uh, you know, a cable TV show or something like that. Uh, there's the landscape. There's the quantum universes like Art was talking about, like within our bodies, like there's different things living within us than their own universes and whatnot. And even within those micro microorganisms, there's universes within them. So, I mean, that's a very real thing. A holographic multiverse a simulated multiverse. So picture, you know, the whole fucking Elon Musk, you know, simulation theory uh, that we covered. Uh, then there's the ultimate uh, multiverse, which is basically kind of just the same thing, like the, the mathematical equation. And, you know, if, it, if there's a mathematical equation for it, basically in theory, it can exist somewhere, somehow, some way. Yeah. Are you guys uh, putting dreams in this, in this universe? Mm. Because I think I've told you for sure, Jacob. I think I might have mentioned it in a, in an in a episode of the podcast. But there was a dude who, like, uh, when he was in college, he um, he was walking to class and then he like hit his head. He like fell, hit his head. He was hospitalized, but then he was fine. He was released from the hospital, finished college, uh, was able to you know be a successful dude. I think he had like some law degree, so he was working in law. He married, met his wife. They they had children, and sometime when he was already like in his late forties, he was sitting in his living room and he noticed that um that a lamp in his living room was looked two dimensional compared to everything else in, in his life. And it was just two dimensional. And then as he was messing with it, uh, he went to go see a doctor, and he was like, "I don't understand why that looks two dimensional and everything else in my life." And like everyone's like, "What are you talking about? It's not two dimensional." Um he was put in like an, an induced coma. And then when he woke up, he realized he was back in his college life. Um, back when he was still young and he like still like mourns his life, you know, his wife and, and child that he had for many years Because to him. It was real to him. That experience was a real experience. He like raised this child. It was like a 10 year old boy at that point, And like, it, none of it was real. That woman never existed. That child never existed. And he like, it was all a dream. It was all a dream. But to him, it was 100% real. Like it was a 100% experience that really did happen to him. I've had shit like that. Not like in-depth stories like that, but like, say like in a dream, like I have like a, a Sonic the Hedgehog site <laughs> type situation where I have an anime girlfriend or whatever. I'm <coughs> saying that for a joke's sake, but yeah, no, there's somebody in my life or whatever, just a totally fictional person in this dream that I'm really close to, you know, mm -hmm. either platonically or romantically or whatever. Right. And at the end of this dream, something happens to them. Either they move away, they get murdered or something terrible happens. It's emotionally fucking wrecking. Right. And when I wake up, like, I just feel like, like, dude, that was such an intense, real 
fucking dream. Like it just felt too real, like a too, too real for comfort. And it's just like, how the fuck did my brain just come up with this whole fucking lifetime story, you know, like within my mind. Yeah. And it's just like that to me, like that, that was real. Everything about that felt real. And then even from like, you know, the time I wake up until like, maybe I get lunch or whatever. Like I'm still like in like that depressed mind state. Like, damn, dude, I had a dream one time where like, I felt like I, I dreamt that I had killed someone when like I, when I was either like in high school or like right after high school. And like, I was in my dream. I was like, Oh, that's Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. In my dream, I was basically like living this life where like, I couldn't let anyone know that information. And then I, I, in the dream, I was me at this current age, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm living with this like tremendous guilt of knowing this thing," and like to the point where when I woke up, I, I had to like convince myself. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I was like breathing hard. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, wait, th- but that wasn't true. Like, that was just a dream. Like, it literally had to give myself a few minutes to like catch myself to the point where I was like, oh, "Okay, this is just a dream." Like, I mm-hmm. I dreamt all that shit like that. That, but if it affected me in like real life to, you know, where I had to like sit and like give myself a couple of minutes to like catch myself. And that, well, to the point like, that it, oh, sorry, if go I, ahead. I could, if I could expound on, on your guys' thought is that, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm stretching this out, but like, let's say, you know, there's billions of different variations of like how our life could go and it, it spreads out. And maybe it's not just like, you know, because there's billions of galaxies, like it keeps expounding. Maybe our spirituality expands. And there's millions of different versions of us. And when one of our different versions of ourselves is distressed, we feel it when we're asleep, when we're at our full capacity with our brain, mm-hmm. that maybe that that's what we're feeling and that's what we're experiencing. Again, that's a stretch and a half. But like I always thought about that, like maybe there's more to our life than just like an afterlife. You go to heaven. But there's like a spiritual thing where like ourselves, like our energy is expanding with the universe itself. And that's why we're having these experiences in our dreams, because we can't just think of something and just make it all up. Like something like what you guys are feeling, like when you're having those dreams, it's real, at least at the moment mm-hmm. where when you wake up, you can't forget it. That means that it must have happened to some capacity to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. a trip thought. Like, yeah, that's what's being like. The energy is you basically expanding the universe. You know, that's that that's the energy force. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's crazy, dude, to think about. God damn, guys! Like, fucking, we should have fucking dropped acid or dude, something before. <laughs> this should have been our DMT episode, dude. Dude, uh, uh, I I I highly recommend everyone smoking weed and uh, watching the movie Tenant. It's a trip, man. I recommend it. It's what I did, but I got so high I had to stop it every so often. Like every like forty five minutes, I had to stop the movie, and the movie's pretty long. It's like three hours long. Shit. So I had to like pause it and just like sit there in silence and like try to stop myself from having like a fucking panic attack. I think I might have told you about this, Ross, where I was like pretty high. I had to go for a walk in between one of the breaks because I was like, I think I'm. I'm fucking dying here, man. I'm fucking time traveling right now. And you know, put on some Mesa base or some Labouche. Dude, yeah. I ordered some Panda Express to be delivered because I was like, oh. dude, I'm too high to drive. <laughs> I just I just gotta get Panda dude, Express here now. You're panicking. I'm over here in Silent Hill right now, dude. I need to escape <laughs> out of here. True. Yeah. So with that said, do you guys have any, do you guys have anything else you want to add to the multiverse theory episode? 
part um, one potentially interesting stuff i think that there's so many like little layers and like weird things that have happened i think that that the one that i mentioned the uh the man from torrid maybe it, de- mm. it deserves its own like little mini episode we should maybe do like mini episodes every once in a while mm-hmm. uh just for like the patreon people but like um yeah i mean there's so many like little cases of universes bleeding over that make no sense in our our own universe um time travel cases whatever if, if you want to call those multiple universes skinwalker ranch ufos whatever Ghosts. so many like little weird things that happen daily um that i almost think that it's not so much a theory as much just it's just like an unproven scientific fact that we just don't know how to wrap our brains around and it. that's that's what split the scientific community because like if you're against it it's not legitimate because you know it can't be tested and if we were to exclude it from experimentation uh it would er- erode public confidence you know in science and so that's why you know a lot of people you know scientists are against it the people who are for it are just like you know what the scientific the scientific uh theory states that if it can't be falsified then it's something we still have to entertain, which, I mean, we can't falsify it, even per your own like statements right there. And, you know, a lot of re- re- renowned scientists, I, you know, I mentioned Stephen Hawking, you know, they're very much for this theory. Obviously, you know, Ross, you, you mentioned, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, but there's so many scientists that are for it. And I, I, I kind of side, I don't want to side completely with them because I'm open for either side, like whatever it is, let it be kind of thing. But it seems to me like they have more compelling arguments than the ones that are against it, because the ones that are against it are basically saying like, oh, the reason why I'm against it, you know, like when they go on Rogan or they go on, um, you know, uh, you know, WTF or like these other places. Against against multiverse? Yeah, the ones that are against multiverse, the reason why they're against it is because it messes up something that they're some theory that they're working on some, you know, string theory or whatnot. And like to me, like I was like, dude, that's just arrogance right there. You know, that's your arrogance. That's your pride talking right there. Like, I've, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson hit it on the hell, hit it on the head perfectly when he said the universe is under no obligation to make sense to any of us. You know, it just is what it is, you know, and it's up to us to, to figure it out. But, yeah, it's under no obligation to make sense to us. But yeah, and to add on that, like, yeah, it like it's so complex. It's, it's like, you know, same thing, like we don't even know our minds. Like when we go to sleep and we have these dreams, like science can't like they can't explain it completely. Mm-hmm. but then like you have like other things like you know like you talk about dmt or ketamine you get or acid like lsd like you have these translucent type of like things that wouldn't happen unless it's induced so there's definitely some kind of power and energy that we cannot control but i to me i think the most beautiful thing is like it, for us not to understand everything completely and to be where we are right now that's a beautiful thing. Like we're still able to have these conversations and like live life the way that we want to do it. You know, it's not fair for everybody. Like some people are like born with like birth deficiencies, like Mm -hmm. all kinds of different things. But for us to be here to talk about these things, I mean, it's incredible. And there is so much out there that we do not understand. And we never will, at least in our lifetime. Like it's crazy to think about, like we haven't even gotten outside of our universe. Like it's crazy. Nope. (laughs) No, yeah. I, absolutely. I, when you said the most beautiful thing, and then I thought, I was like, dude, I want to interrupt this guy and be like, a spicy Latina. <laughs> Nothing more beautiful than a spicy Latina, dude. An 8th Street Latina <laughs> at that. 
Hey, Latina, isn't that a Billy Joel song, right? <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's a, a very educational it, website. Isn't it? Isn't oh. it? It's it's there. Is it a website or is it just a group of porn creators? It's just a group. It's like it's like reality kings or whatever they're called. Yeah, like is no funner and yeah, no funner. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's like a fake like like we're gonna pick them up on a bus or something. Yeah, yeah like bang like bus, bang bros or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I like how we are talking about such a complex <laughs> thing and we go straight to bang bus. There you go. Baby. You guys ever watched Bang Bus where like they pick up two Japanese women, but. Yeah, dude, it's crazy because they're twins and they just got dressed like Sonic banging girls on bus stops. <laughs> dude, that'd be a really funny like uh like porn parody if like this one random dude dressed like Sonic and he just bangs like all these girls. How come that hasn't happened yet? Really quickly before we uh, sign off here, there was a gentleman I spoke to recently and um, he uh, was telling me that. Have you guys ever heard of uh, Papa's and Beer? Yes. Okay, so I, I wanted to make my own version of that here in Bakersfield. So I, I had never really heard about I like seen the stickers and I didn't know, but I didn't know what it was. But apparently it's like a place where like people is like debauchery and like everyone's walking around naked, like drinking beer and like eating and stuff. And he was just like, dang. he was like an older guy. He's like 60 years old. And he was like, dang, they were like these like 20 something year old girls. And they were flashing me from for beads and I was giving them beads. And he's like, man, it was the greatest thing ever. And I was just like. Dude, you you suck. Like this is like the grossest thing ever I, I could ever imagine. Uh, I only bring it up because uh, that guy deserves his own porn channel. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That guy dressed as Sonic the Hedgehog, like fucking all these twenty year old somethings. I'm down. I want to see that happen. Sonic Papas and beers. So yeah. like sounds like a uh, the next Pornhub channel. Uh, but Ross, you got anything else, brother? I want to make. No, you muted yourself. <laughs> I think you're getting pulled over. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. You, you hear me? Nope. You, you, you muted yourself. You, well, you're back now, but we didn't hear whatever you just said. <laughs> no, because my stupid ass brother keeps calling me. Uh, uh, no, but I want to make my own restaurant called Peepees and Papas. <laughs> uh, That's all I wanted to add. Downtown Bakersfield is wide open. There's so many spots open right now. Okay. We'll, we'll open up next to King Leo's. <laughs> Down. Sweet. All so right. with that said, everybody, Ross, I think I speak for Art when I say thank you very much for coming on and adding your two cents to this episode. It was a pleasure to have you on. Uh, pleasure having you on that Patreon. i never seen Art laugh so hard. It was funny. In the last uh, two years, I want to say. So uh, shout out to you. Uh, check out the Patreon to, to hear what we're talking about on there. Uh, but Ross, where, where can they find you at? Wait. Before we sign off, guys, Bob Saget just died. Shut up. Just now, Bob Saget has died. You're lying. No, I shit you not. Bob Saget just died. Oh, shit. Full house star, Bob Saget has died. Wow. That's so sad. I don't know what he died of, but he just died. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I thought that was interrupting worthy. Jesus. It was. That's, that's, wow. Wait for the Instagram posts now. But, um, damn. On that goddamn note, if you guys want to talk about Danny Tanner dying, being the only true Golden State Warriors fan, guys, head on over to the social medias. But before we get into our social media, our, our, Ross, where can they find you at? Sir, I'm sorry. They could find me uh, at uh, Instagram at, at Sloppy Poppy. And also on Fosse Bouquet at Ross Calderon. 
that's it. I don't really have a lot of media. There you go. And you can also follow me. You can also find me on uh, Silent Hill somewhere. <laughs> Apparently, mm-hmm. per the YouTube video. Uh, but yeah. if you want to get at us, or even Ross, he's a part of he's a part of our Facebook community. A part and of your guys' universe. There you go. Part of part of the Art and Jacob, no, Art and Jacob extended universe. There you go. <laughs> Ross is a character in there. He, he's Doctor Poppy. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say he's he's kind of like a nut duck man. What's that duck? Uh, Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. You're like the Howard the Duck of the Art and Jacob Do America universe, where he says he'll show up in end credit scenes, and he was you like, gotta, you just gotta kind of find me, yeah. Yeah, you gotta look out. He was in that final battle against Thanos, just so you guys know. I've seen that, yeah, when uh, the wasp, when she pops up, yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, so get at us on all the social medias, at Art and Jacob Do America. Except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Uh, Go to our Patreon, where Ross was a part of this week's episode, where we were talking about fucking Sonic the Hedgehog banging a real-life a chef or fucking restaurant worker or whatever had art in tears over here uh, but go to head on to patreon.com slash art jacob do america help support us there if you want to help support us in any other way uh head on over to art jacob do america.com where art has supplied links to our merch store where you can buy t-shirts hoodies masks rona is still a thing guys you can mask up with our jacob do america mask uh, help us there and like i tell you guys every single week it's not so much to help us monetarily uh, but you're like a walking billboard getting the good word of Art and Jacob Do America out to the millions and millions across the multiverse. Um, if you want to hear other great podcasts, uh, I highly recommend going to podbelly.com uh, where we have an array of uh, podcasters out there with their great shows. Two of them uh, that I shout out continuously is uh, Sofa King. Uh, they probably covered the multiverse where they gave you all the, you know, in 1952, a Swedish scientist uh, came up with a theory uh, with Dave. Shout out to him. He probably laid it all out um, in a neat, nice package that way. So check out Suffolk King Podcast as well as Graveyard Tales. Uh, they actually did a, an episode about the multiverse uh, where they kind of did the same thing that we did, kind of like Lucy goosey it up uh, and kind of gave their thoughts and feelings on a multiverse pretty good solid episode i gotta go on podbelly.com to be honest with you it's been a minute since i've uh, looked at the graveyard tales graveyard tales i have not even heard of that one i gotta go in there and check them all out yeah so check them out uh but with that said guys that's pretty much all i got that's it good night enjoy the fight whatever good night gentlemen Good night, ross thank you so much for being on thanks for sitting in your foggy car <laughs> yeah great to see your beautiful faces Rest now I gotta peace. defrost my windows. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good night. See you guys later. Rest in peace, Danny Tanner. You too. This universe is only one of an infinite number. Worlds without end. Some benevolent and life-giving. Others filled with malice and hunger. Dark places where powers older than time lie ravenous and waiting. Who are you? In this vast multiverse. Like this and like that, man. It's like this.
Then who gives a fuck about those So just chill Till the next episode